Sauced on Beer Bur- Barbecue. I'm your host, Kevin, joined here by Alex. Alex, what's up? Not much, Kevin. How are you? How is everyone? Oh, I think we're all good. I we, hope we're, so. We're on another week of uh, this fantastic journey of beer, bourbon, and barbecue. That makes this a great week. This always does. I always look forward to this. I always hate, um, we record Saturday nights, and I always hate wishing my Saturdays away so we can start doing this. Um, no, it's always sad because like I don't want my Saturday to be over, but I want Saturday night to get here quick so that we can record. It's so much fun. I know how you feel. It's a goofy day. But it, it does give me something to look forward to through the work week. That's true. And I think that's always enjoyable. So we have a, a fantastic show planned tonight. Um, and really, Alex, you and I, we, we've been talking for the last few minutes You know, prior to the show starting. Like, what are we – what are – what is our theme of this show? We, we try and always come up with like a theme. And I think the best theme we kind of came up with is we're just going to try bourbon. We've got a bunch of samples and all that. Um, a couple bottles that we, we've wanted to open for a while and just talk about it, talk about what we taste. Um, none of this is bourbon. I, well, we've had the Eagle Rare before. We'll get mm-hmm. into kind of what the what's special about this Eagle Rare. Um, but the other samples that we're going to try, we've, we've never had these before. Um, they're a little bit harder bourbons to get, and uh, I'm excited to try them tonight and just kind of talk about what we taste and kind of go from there. Yeah, me too. It's been a while since we've done a classic bourbon tasting. Yeah, good old um, bourbon flight. Yeah, it's something that we were uh, on a lot about, I think, toward the beginning, and we we tried to talk about other stuff, but I think it's going to be good to get back to our, our base every now and again and just taste bourbon. Yeah, and I think... We'll have to do one for beer in a couple of weeks. I've got a, a nice six-pack over there in the beer fridge that we'll do. We'll line that up for the next few weeks. And uh, maybe we can find Brad and see if he'll come back and do a blind tasting for us of a barbecue. I think it might be okay with that. A, a barbecue blind tasting? I don't Is know. that a thing? Can we try and make it a thing? I think we could. I don't know how we would. I, I feel mean. like you would almost have to be fed the barbecue and it have to be cut in like no a uniform piece no i don't think that'll work i don't know what we'll just eat barbecue okay what with a blindfold on yeah (laughs) so we can go to blind tasting i think that'll work just imagine us we'll have to videotape that if we do it live i was gonna Uh, say that'll be a great experience for our listeners yeah blindfolded eating ribs and pork steaks (laughs) Uh, i think although here is all the stuff we're knocking over (laughs) it sounds dangerous (laughs) We're not going to cook it blindfolded. Although, as soon as I said that, I'm like, <laughs> I kind of want to try that. At least watch, like, of course, we're going to have safety. Is not everyone's going to be blindfolded, but... <laughs> no, I'll be that's... I'll be drunk, and you can be blindfolded, and we'll just go from there. And what are we going to do with Brad? He can be our supervisor. Break his legs out. No, yeah. <laughs> supervisor sounds good. Oh, oh, man. man. Well, yeah, we have to start a YouTube channel now. We do, we do. I mean, it sounds like we've had so much to drink already, and we've hardly had anything. I think it's just been that long of a week. It's yeah. Let's it's, let's not talk about it. Let's drink about it. Okay, we'll drink to forget it. Yes, not that much drinking. <laughs> so we do have some sad news though to start our show with, and I'm not a big fan of sad news, especially to start it. But I figured, you know, kind of rip the bandage off and get over as quick as possible. Um, Lucas has decided that he is going to step away from sauced on beer, bourbon, barbecue. Uh, he's starting to pursue other ventures and we wish him the best. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Lucas, thanks for getting this podcast up and running. Um, I mean, he edited our first 12 shows for us. Um, he spent countless hours with me on the phone talking through what audio equipment we needed to buy, helping us make sure that, you know, we sounded somewhat decent. Um, so Lucas, we, we thank you very much. Um, we appreciate it. Um, we'll give you a quick cheers. Here's, here's your cheers. Um, and I think the most fitting way to send Lucas off would be, uh, in our very first, what, three episodes when we were just starting this, we had the worst audio equipment ever to where that we had to record on two separate devices. So Lucas would have to pair up the audio to make sure it made sense and to make sure we weren't talking over each other. So he'd make us clap and just do a single clap. And you and I have thought that this is the funniest thing ever. Like It really was, though. It was at the time. And over breaks and all that kind of stuff, we would just clap randomly and all that throughout the podcast. <laughs> um, so I think the most fitting way to send them off is with a single clap. Do remember, though, that my child is upstairs, so don't wake my child up it's with just one clap. clap. Okay, but don't wake him up. So, Lucas, here's your single clap. Farewell. And we're moving on. All right. So tonight we have, like we said, a large flight of bourbons to try. We've got six different bourbons um, that we are going to be indulging in. Um, One of the bourbons we've had, one of the bourbons I've had. So I've had two of the six. Okay. You've had one of the six. Mm -hmm. Um, Should we just kind of go through, you think, or keep them in suspense? Let's give them a quick list. Okay. What are we looking at here? So we're going to start our show off tonight with just a quick sampling of the Eagle Rare original 10-year mm-hmm. with an Eagle Rare single barrel pick um, from WB Liquors. That's the one Nate brought to me from Texas. Um, and just kind of compare the two of those. Um, I've had the WB Liquor uh, Eagle Rare, and it is way different than just the original Eagle Rare. Is it really? Yeah, I'm excited for you to try it. I mean, would you still say, I I don't want to spoil it too much, I guess, before I try, but does it still taste like Eagle Rare? Would you say, I'm drinking Eagle Rare? (sighs) I only had a little sample of it, and I'm trying to think what I, and it was right after we did that, it was right before we did that huge flight of high-proof bourbons that just lit me up and <laughs> I, so i can't honestly say that that's fine so let's I'm just find out try it. yeah we'll find out so and then alex what else do we have over there you've got a better view of all of them i do so the the other four are samples that we received from blake uh, uh yeah he oh, just changed his instagram name too i was gonna say I, I needed to check to make sure i got it he right used to be what was it whiskey bourbon, CBJ? No, bourbon it was? sparty or bourbon no. cbj sparty Yes. But he just changed his name, uh, Whiskey Blake Sparty. Whiskey Blake dot Sparty. Sparty. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you'll find it either way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he sent these to us a while ago, and we've needed to try them. Mm-hmm. So we've got four. So the first one is Ancient Ancient Age, a 10 star, coming in at a 90 proof. Next, we've got uh, Michter's 10 year, coming in at 94.4 proof. Next, we've got Rebel Yell's 10-year at 100 proof. And finally, we've got Kentucky Owl Rye, batch number one, at 110.6 proof. I think I'm the most excited about that one. Out of all four of these, I mean, the Eagle Rares, I'm excited about that. But out of the four that Blake sent me, 
I'm very excited about that Kentucky Owl. I'm I've most heard. curious because I've never heard of it before. So it's the up and coming bourbon. Like But it's a rye. It is a rye. Dixon Deadman, who's there, uh I guess he's a CEO, founder. Um it's his family's line. And we'll get into this a little bit later, but he's got now seven batches of it, seven variations of the bourbon, hmm. and it's continually growing. Um I mean, I've only heard fantastic things about it. I'm so excited. That and the Bell Mead, I heard of the two like most up-and-coming bourbons on the market right now. The ones that everybody's kind of hunting for. Besides, you know, your Pappies and your B-Tacks. The that classics. Kind of, the classics, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll kind of get into that a little bit later. So we're going to start with our Eagle Rare versus the Eagle Rare uh, single barrel pick. So, Alex, you want to... We're starting with the Eagle Rare, first of all. And this was kind of our first real bourbon. Would you agree? I mean, I think so because I remember um, coming over here and hanging out before I was even drinking it and seeing that up on your fridge. You had it up there for a long time. Uh, and I don't know why it just seemed I'd never heard of it before. It seemed like a generic name. Yeah. Like it was something that would kind of be set to the side. I don't know if that makes sense. There's just something about the labeling that was like, oh, some random distillery is making bourbon. Let's call I mean, it Eagle Rare. That sounds like a cool name. I think like we've always heard of like, what, Jim Beam, maybe some Evan Williams. Like those were the ones like, before we started really drinking bourbon, mm-hmm. you know, like. Yeah, just the big marketed yeah, names. Wild Turkey, you know, yeah. like the three right, big right, guys, right. you know. like. But I never knew what Eagle Rare was actually until I took the tour at Buffalo Trace. Oh, really? And, and that's where it. you got yeah, that first that's bottle, That's where I got right? that first mm-hmm. bottle from. Um, yeah. I remember trying that compared to the Buffalo Trace. I'm like, holy cow, this is so much better than the Buffalo Trace. I almost didn't even like the Buffalo Trace, but now I like the Buffalo Trace a lot. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't say for sure this was because I remember trying Maker's Mark here for the first time. Yeah. And then trying this and really being able to really see for the first time how different bourbons could be. Yeah. Not all bourbon's the same. In fact, all bourbon is very different. Yeah. And that's what we're going to explore more tonight. I, I love this bottle. I think for the price of it, you cannot go wrong. You're looking at, what, about $35 Say $35 on average. St. Louis. I've seen it as cheap as 28 in some other places and all that mm. kind of stuff. Um, I just feel like it's, a, it's just a good bottle to have on the bar mm-hmm. um, for when people come over and you're like, hey, you want to try some good 10-year-old bourbon? Like, that's the thing I cannot fathom is that it's 10 year old bourbon and it's that cheap mm-hmm. um i think that's kind of our theme tonight is that we are having i would say almost all these are 10 years old well or a little no. bit older what, what, what i thought we? the age and age was a six age is six but this one's in this one's in the the kentucky owl ride that 11 i believe uh, is it? we'll get to that a little bit later uh yeah 11 year you're right so so That's we've got some theme. good age. Yeah. These are, these are, I'd, I'd say, next step up, next level. Yeah. These aren't just let's produce them and get them out. Not yeah. that there's a lot of great bourbons that right. would fall under that category. But these are let's give them a little longer. Let's add some flavor. Let's let's let time do its magic. Right. And I think it's weird to think about, Alex. For me, at least, these were all put into a barrel when I graduated high school. Man. That's crazy. That is crazy. Um, that it's been that long since we've been in high school. I know. And that this liquid just sat in a wooden barrel in a warehouse for yeah. 10 years. Yeah. That's so crazy to think about. 
Um, so you want to give yours a sip? I'll kind of talk about you know what I'm tasting. Um, I think this has a really good woody taste to it, a really oaky kind of taste, um, but it's sweeter. Like it's not, it's not like it's an oak bomb or anything like that. But it's got kind of like a sweet woodness to it. Um, it's very rich. I think it's very full flavored. Uh, I can't taste the corn as much. Uh, yeah, this is one, and I've been getting this. I, I've had one of these bottles in my shelf for the last almost a year. Um, so it's one I've tried a lot, and, and consistently I get, for sure off the nose, a very um, apple smell. Kind of like a green apple. I don't know how to put into words the difference between a green apple and a red apple. I, I guess a little more sour. It's not that it smells sour, but it's just kind of on that spectrum. And also light notes of... Um, Say a little bit of caramel, a little bit of vanilla. It's it's everything's kind of on the lighter side, if that makes sense. I'm smelling this, and I've had so many pours of Eagle Rare. I've never had a pour of Eagle Rare out of a plastic cup, though. Um, (laughs) But you think it's making a difference? I don't know, but I'm getting a cotton candy smell. Hmm. Like that that very sweet, sugary type smell that I've never gotten before in an Eagle Rare. Interesting. I'm not picking that up, but that's funny. That's so weird. Um, I love this, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I could just sit here and drink this all night. Um, it's it's such a good bottle. Um, I would make an old-fashioned out of this, too. Like, that'd be a really good old-fashioned. See, this is one I would probably never make an old-fashioned out of. Hmm. Reason why? When... When I like to make old fashions, I like to use something that has got a specific flavor that you can work with. Okay. This has so many, and I, I've always thought this about Eagle Rare, and that's why I like it so much. It has so many different flavors on the flavor wheel, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, like just little bits everywhere. Like there's so much complexity to it that I feel like. Turning it into a cocktail. Well, yes, it would it would still be an amazing cocktail for sure. This is definitely my my personal opinion. Um, you would lose some of that. I don't know if I agree with that. I think it would blend very well with a uh, cocktail with the sugars and all that kind of stuff. Well, I think um, we've got another show idea then. Yeah. Um, so now I'm going to open up that uh, store pick. Um, so Nate brought this to me when he came up in, um, what was it, December right after christmas uh he brought me up a little little bottle to sample and then magically poured out a uh or pulled out not poured out pour uh start over just start over okay (laughs) pulled out a bottle of this um and said here i've got kind of a gift for you congratulations on starting the show and all that kind of stuff um and i wasn't expecting this this is actually their smaller bottle this is i think what does it say over there is it a uh 375 looking um it's the smaller one it's so cute i know i think it's a 375 i think that's what it is it's gotta be but Uh, now i just want to find it because i think it's 750 is yeah fifth is 750 that's the standard 750. So yeah, I think that's a 375. So there and I just wow, I just oh, can't it's find on it. front. It's on the front. Is turn, it? Turn, turn, down. 
It's not there. Here, hand, hand me the bottle. Man, you find it. Okay, I'll find the bottle. This makes for good radio. Does or it? good podcasting. I mean, you could say radio. I could say either or. Maybe it isn't on here. Well, let's say 375. Okay, we'll say it. Because right who would dare question us? Lots of people. We'll see. Um, so yeah, he pulled it out, and I was like, dude, that's Ooh. so awesome. Um, so yeah, you're smelling it right now. What are you smelling? So I'm getting... A lot of the same stuff, I'm definitely getting the fruity apple smell a lot mm-hmm. more. A lot more from this one. This is a very sweet-smelling uh, bourbon. Um, from what I remember sampling it with Nate, it's super, super sweet. Uh, yeah, a lot less a lot less of that woody aroma, a lot less oak. Like, this is more specific. That's funny. That's funny because I just got finished saying how versatile yeah. the standard Eagle Rare is. So I'm surprised that there is such a big difference. I didn't really think there would be, to be honest. And this will be a bottle I hold on to for quite a while um, because I believe that Buffalo Trace is not doing an Eagle Rare pick this year. Oh, really? They're not doing any of it. They don't have enough to make regular Eagle Rare to start doing picks. Um, so I'm going to hold on to this one for... Wow, we'll, we'll sample it kind of throughout the year, Alex. I'll, I'll share some with you. But uh, I think that I like this a lot, but I don't like it more than the Eagle Rare. They're like the original Eagle Rare. Okay. I just so. think that I would – I could drink this way too quick. It doesn't have that bourbon-y taste to it. It's definitely a very different taste. Yeah, it's really different. Isn't it weird? It's really weird. I think I would still say I'm drinking Eagle Rare. Yeah, yeah. I'm still drinking Eagle Rare, but... It fits the profile of Eagle Rare. As much as I don't smell the wood, I taste it a whole lot more okay. than this one. And at the same time, ah, it's it's funny. The initial, the very initial flavor when it hits your tongue was, I was going to say, juicy. Yeah. Like, really sweet, really fruity. But the finish is really woody. Like, I almost feel like I drink two different things. And I mean, again, this is, is two different things. No, I, I'm sorry. I meant in just that one oh, pour. Yeah. I mean, compared to the two, yes, they're they're very clearly two different things. So the same thing, even on the taste, the taste, like the aroma, is a lot more specific and heavy in different areas of the wheel than the classic Eagle, Eagle Rare is. I don't think this has a caramely taste like the original Eagle Rare. No, I think you're right. I think it's more sweeter. It tastes a little bit more. Um, I don't even know. I mean, it, it's it's so good though. Like it's just, it's so different. It's so Damn. perplexing. Yeah, uh, definitely a lot. Definitely a lot sweeter. Yeah, and I think that unfortunately, you know, with them not doing any picks anymore, it's gonna well at least this year. I think that this is gonna be something that's hard to come by. Um, and this is all off their. Uh, Mash bill number one, so it's a low rye mm-hmm. bourbon. Um, Tastes like it. Yeah, yeah, definitely I mean, a lot more honey in this one yeah, too. Yeah, very and sweet. Very sweetness of it. Man, I don't know which one I like better. That's tough. It's because they're both tough. great, but they're so different. They are very different. I'm surprised. I think I like the original better. I almost think I like but this, this one is better. Extremely close second. It makes me want to go find more Eagle Rare picks. Me too. So back to the old-fashioned talk. Of the two, I would rather make an old-fashioned out of the original. 
I agree. I think it's a more even keeled base. Yeah. Whereas this one has such such strong flavor, and I feel like that's kind of the opposite of what I, I said so earlier. Unique, but so unique that you wouldn't want to make an e- a uh, eagle rare, a old yes. fashioned out of it. Like it's just it's <laughs> um, it's just something special. Like, I don't want to make an eagle rare out of this old fashioned. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is good though. I am really. I really appreciate Nate sending this up. Well, bringing it up. Bring. Um, if you want to yes. bring up more of them, he's always welcome to. <laughs> uh, yes, thank you, Nate. This is delicious. It's good. Man, that is good bourbon. That is good bourbon. Bourbon is so good. You know, I'm still surprised, and I'm sure this will keep on happening. At least I hope it keeps on happening. How... My tastes develop more. Yeah. And just, you know, at first, it all tastes the same, which it didn't taste like anything. Right. It tastes like really hot wood-soaked liquid. (laughs) But then you start learning how to pull out flavors, and you start picking up on those things. And while they all still taste kind of the same, because bourbon's bourbon, they're all very different, but they all have a very common thread in between them. And I think that's the, obviously the high corn, the yeah. the oak, the charred oak, but there's definitely, um, I'm I'm having a much easier time. Like if I had to rate them, of being able to separate, I like this one, I don't like this one, and here's specifically why, if that makes sense. I agree with you. So Alex, we're gonna move on a little bit though, because like I think we could gush over Eagle Rare. We can. I love Eagle Rare. If you haven't uh, tried it, go try it. Yeah. And I think some people don't enjoy it. Um, don't pour all that because I, I want a little bit more of mine. Are we about even? Uh, I think people need to definitely give it a shot um, and try it and go with it. If you can find a store pick, definitely go with a store pick. Um, it's totally worth it. I want more store picks. I'm very sad now. It's going to have to be an adventure we do later this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a couple guys I know that said that there were some in here in St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, so, let's move on. Let's. We are now moving on to the ancient, ancient age, staying at the Buffalo Trace Distillery, um, but moving on to their their bottle. I didn't know this was a Buffalo Trace product. Um you know, that's something I think to to talk about Buffalo Trace for a second. Not that we haven't done that enough, but I think this is something we haven't. We just make love to them pretty much, I feel like. <laughs> Over the sound waves. Well, they have great stuff. Yeah. And I, people I need to know that. about it. Yeah. But what I this new specific thing in this show that I'm gonna talk about that I love about them is their marketing. Yeah. I think it's kind of tacky when big companies have something good and they've got this brand name that's really cool and they slap that brand name on every single thing that they do. But then people start to compare those things together and it's like, it's hard to tell the difference. Buffalo Trace's stuff, if you lined it up and I had known, like I would not have said any of them were made by the same distillery. No. And I, I think did- that's a really great marketing tactic. And I'm kind of a business nerd, so I, I like that. I think that's really cool. The last time we were there, remember we took the ghost tour and they were packaging tequila. I don't remember that. that yeah, part. they were packaging tequila. That's so funny. It's probably because you were so scared you don't remember it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, it was me and your wife that were freaked out. <laughs> uh, 
Hey, we, they do, do, they do oh, a good hell job no. building it up. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> uh, is what we kept saying. But yeah, I, I mean, I just, I look at their website. I look at Buffalo Church's website, and there's just so many bourbons and just drinks on it. Uh, not drinks, but just bottles. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It all comes from one place. So let's try it. Yeah. Ooh. What are you thinking? So. Ooh, that is unique. That's a good word for it. I'm going to say initially, I'm not a huge fan of the aroma. Really? I love it. It's very butterscotchy. It uh, is very butterscotchy. It it smells, I would have said it. it's younger than six years. It smells a little young. Really? I was going to say. I it mean, we did just have two very... 10 years. Really? No. I think it's. See, it reminds me immediately of um, the Hartfield & Co. American okay. whiskey that we've had. Okay. And so I sang younger just because that one was younger, so that's what it makes me think of. It smells like a candy shop. You know, like those old-timey candy shops like in Branson and Gatlinburg. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you walk in and they've got the table with the fudge and all that kind of stuff or the caramel yeah. on it. That's what this smells like. Yeah, now that you've said butterscotch, I can't really smell anything else. That is yeah. very heavy. Um, I love it. It's very... um, Honey, too. Yeah, Lots there's a little bit honey. in there. Um. It's it's nice to smell because there's not a lot of alcohol. Like I can right. just smell this straight through my nose. Right. It without burn getting a burn. Nose. So Huh. And it's it's a, a good color too. I don't feel like it's you know, it's not super dark, um, but it's not super light. Like it's not It's not light, it's it's a lighter color, but it has a unique right. color. Like it's not just this is what young bourbon looks like. Which looks like watered down tea sometimes. It's got a very corn taste. I just tried the first one. Very corn taste. Um, yeah, now that you say that too, I'm, I'm getting a lot of that in the smell. Ashy kind of like it's got a very oak char. Not not oak taste, more of a char, like something burnt. Um, what are you thinking over there? You just you've done the lift your head up and deep thought face. I wish we could. I wish the listeners could see this. Because <laughs> I know you're deep in thought over there. It's hotter than I thought it would taste. Yeah, for a ninety. Because the Eagle Rare's ninety. Is it? Yeah. No, you're right. Huh? It's hotter than I thought. Here, let me let me get another one. The smell just... Oh my goodness! It's so good. It's so. I feel like it's deep. I want. I need to get a bottle just the ancient age now. I want to. Comp- I wish we had more to try. Um, unfortunately, we poured all of our samples into this but uh it's good it does taste very heavy corn yeah um i don't think it's got a burn to it i don't feel the burn i don't feel that kentucky hug no definitely not like it bites the tongue a little bit the first time but after that it's very smooth well it's very cool yeah. Um, I feel like it's kind of like when you eat big red gum, you know, you get that tingly at the tip of your tongue. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I'm at. So a little cinnamon even, you'd say? Not cinnamon, but that heat. Hmm. Um, like a spice? That spice, yeah. Um, second taste, I definitely am getting a lot more oaky, honey, almost like a toffiness. What are you thinking? I can taste the rye in it, too. Definitely oak. Okay. 
vanilla. That's it. Yeah. I don't know. Vanilla, butterscotch. It's complex, but it's not complex. There's not there's not a lot of different flavors compared to the Eagle Rare. Yeah. It's very sweet. Mm-hmm. It's a lot sweeter than the Eagle Rare is. You said you can taste the rye. Is there a lot of rye in this one? I don't think there's a super amount of rye, but like I can taste the, the heat of this. I'm looking at it um, right now. See, which it's Mashable number two, so it's got a high rye, 12 to 15% in it. Well, and see, that's, you know, Buffalo Trace's high rye, which yeah. isn't that much rye. I think it's Smashville number two, so it's the same as like Elmer. Uh, it's the same as. Oh, that Blanton's. explains why it's so sweet. Blanton's. Hmm. Um, so, just, looking at a, a review on there, um, somebody mentions cherry, and I, I can see that for yeah. sure. Um, just that very sweet little bit of fruitiness. I don't get the cherry as much as I thought I was going to, kind of mm-hmm. from the smell of it. I think, unfortunately, like, anytime I think of cherry taste, I think of, like, that cough syrup cherry, that fake cherry. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I do. I think of, like, maraschino cherries, which is a lot of sweet and a little bit of fruit. That was pretty good. Yeah. I definitely like the way it tastes over the way it smells. I didn't think I'd like it after I smelled it. I think I'll have to get a bottle of the Ancient Age and try it. Try that. What's the difference between the two? I have no idea. Okay, we should find. I that know out. ancient ancient age is harder to get than ancient age. I mean, ancient age is sense. a bottom shelf bourbon. It's going to be kind of by like your old crow, uh, your Kentucky tavern, and all that. Hmm. I feel like it's Buffalo Trace is very like cheap economic brand. We need to have a bottom row show. We could do that. I think it'd be good. Yeah, I like this one. There's nothing really to hate on. Um, no, it's it's different. Yeah, but I can't really wrap my head around why. I enjoy why it. I'm why I'm I think struggling if I to really of define it. I would it. really enjoy it. Um, I'd be interested to to do that again and give it a lot of time to really sit and yeah. Hmm. And I wonder if it's one of those ones too. I know Blake sent this to us. Um, how long he's had it open? Like, is it is the air gonna affect Ooh. it? Um, I think it would. Yeah, I think what it is is. It's really just like maybe three really strong flavors that I'm getting out of it. Yeah. Whereas a lot of the other bourbons that I've had are maybe six to ten milder flavors. Yeah. If that makes sense. All right. Let's move on, folks. Alex, the next one we're going to try is the Mickner's. Michter. Michter's. Michter. Michter's. I've been screwing that one up all day. Michter's. Apparently, somebody said that. It is a combination of Michael and Peter. That's actually, I think, I was on their website. Um, that when the brand was redone, mm-hmm. um, they, I think, like in the uh, 20s, that's kind of their owner changed the name of it. Okay. Um, and this supposedly has a huge, this brand has a huge history. You know, who knows? how true the history is like i mean i feel like with bourbon you can't trust anybody anymore um that's all right it makes for some good stories you know that but it dates all the way back to revolutionary times um that george washington supposedly went and uh this was a it was original bourbon called shanks um and 
he went and got bourbon, or I guess whiskey at the time, uh, from or for his troops at Valley Forge to kind of keep them warm and all that through the winter. Who that knows was nice if it's of true? Yeah, yeah. Who knows if it's true? So they, <laughs> I think they've really reached on that uh, that label of George Washington because um, they're out of Pennsylvania. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I've never had it. I've seen it on the shelves. I've heard really good things about it. They have a bourbon. They have one called the Celebration Bourbon um, that I think goes for like $1,500 or something like that. Wow, Just outlandish really? cost and all that. Like it's in Sky Mall magazine. Like you could buy it's it out of Sky Mall Sky magazine. Mall. <laughs> um, but like, just that's so crazy to think about um but yeah i'm excited to try it i i've wanted to try theirs for a while i see it on the shelves occasionally you see their rye it's a cool label it's a cool bottle yeah it's a really cool bottle uh you see their rye a lot um you see what what's the other one the blended american whiskey Mm -hmm. um but i've never seen the 10-year so this is the 10-year bottle um it's about 94.4 proof uh, it's distilled in Kentucky, single barrel, limited quantities is what this says. Ew. So, Blake, thanks for sending us something limited quantities. It makes us feel really special. We are special. So, special. to um, plug on marketing again real quick, because I love it. Um, I love how all of their labels are the same, just with different color schemes. Okay. Um, I think it's cool. I, I like the consistency with mild differences, and it's not like the... Colors are wildly different, right? But I don't. I just think that's neat. I, think I, I like the way they do it. Kind of war feel to it. What makes you say that? I don't know. Just something about the lettering and the still on the front, like you know, the lettering is a little um, old timey. Three, it says on the front, like I think of Revolutionary War. Well, sure, if they're gonna throw the date on there, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I'm doing my first smell. Okay. It's a darker car. I think it's so far the darkest thing we've had. Well, and it's funny. I, I think we, we inadvertently ended up putting these in order of lowest proof to highest proof. Which Blake told me to do that. That's why we did it. Oh, gee, okay. Yeah, no, I Blake, thought you did that at accident. No, no, no. No. I don't do anything by accident. I don't know about that. Uh, I, yeah. Well, and I think that explains the color difference a little bit. Although, and I've not spent much time on this, but... I've not noticed a big correlation between anything and color. Um, if I associate it with anything, it's usually age, but most of these are 10 years. So yeah. that doesn't really explain that, does it? I'm smelling it right now, kind of looking at the nose. I don't hmm. know what I get. Ooh, cedar. Cedar? That is a very woody wood smell. I, mean, I guess so. Or, Yeah. Unfortunately, with drinking all these no, bourbons, like I don't, I don't know. Almost almond. It's it's a not sweet woody smell. Yeah, I, you definitely taste the ten year part of it. Interesting. It's really interesting. I've never smelt a bourbon with so much wood in it. Okay. It's it's definitely unique. I don't think I've had a smell like this before and i don't know why i haven't um no i'm getting a lot of the the classic 
caramel, honey. Wow, have you tried it yet? No, I'm I'm still smelling it. I know we hate like when people smack their lips and all that kind of stuff, but I feel like my lips are covered in maple syrup. Interesting. Um, that would go along with the woody. Very thick. It's a thick bourbon. If that makes sense. Does that make sense? And Will in a second once I'm done smelling it. I'm just trying to get something else out of it, but I really can't get past that heavy wood smell. Yeah. So, right, so let me try it, and then yeah. you can talk about what you taste. So it's got a very maple-y kind of taste to it. A very rich, like, it's very full-bodied. I know we use it to describe beers and things like that, like a full-body beer. But, like, I feel like this is a full-body bourbon. Like... It doesn't have a burn. I mean, it's only 94 proof. Um, hmm. But I don't know how... That's really good. It is really good. Not nearly as much wood on the first sip as there mm-hmm. is on the taste I'm, I'm getting. So, yes, I understand what you're saying now. It's it's definitely thicker, for lack of a better word. Um, I, I would say maple syrup for sure, too. Um, brown sugar. It's a very dark sweetness. Right. Um, not a lot of spice. No. Maybe a little bit of fruit. I, you know, I might throw cherry in there again. Just that very sweet I fruitiness. I, I think it's more of a vanilla. I mean, there's probably some of that in there, too. Yeah. It's dark, though. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like a dark roasted coffee. Mm. Does that make sense? I get what you're trying to like say. Like, very full body. I know I keep saying full body, but, like, I, I can't I agree of, with the full body. I wouldn't throw coffee out there because it's not... It's so sweet. It's got... You can taste the char. Hmm. Let me try like, it again. Okay, think about this. So, okay. So, you know I have that bag of buff, uh, Buffalo Trace bourbon barrel char upstairs that mm-hmm. I used to smoke with. I feel like it's that. When I open that up, it's just so strong and pungent. And it's a good pungent. Like, it's not, like, a bad smell. Okay. I get what you're saying now. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Tell the listeners what I mean, because I um, don't know if I'm clearly... The... Kevin. So let me translate Kevin. I speak Kevin. I've been practicing for years. Kevinese. Um, sure. Kevinese. Kevin is talking about the intenseness of the flavor. While it does not taste anything like I would call coffee, it is a very strong flavor like a good dark coffee would be so it is it's very intense very um yeah pungent works too it's just kind of a very in your face like bam yeah here's some really dark sweet flavors i wish i knew the mash bill on it bam because i want to know how much rye is in it if any rye is in it i don't know there might be a, I, I, don't, I don't know oh this is making me so upset because there I might not be i'm getting almost no spice out of this i know but like it's leaving my tongue tingly. That could just be the heat. This is frustrating. It, you know, I... Blake, why did you do this to us? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not that I don't love these samples that you sent us. Like, it's amazing. It's mind-boggling. But you've broken my brain. <laughs> well, we try a lot of the same stuff. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Well, because, you know, we're, we, the, we're the every person's, you know, we... we the everyday... You and I, we don't have We're a, the everyday drinker. Yeah. Well, I, we, you know... We love Buffalo Trace. While their mash bills are different, they're all pretty similar. Yeah. Because they all use the same stuff. I think this well, is... Well, I think there's a huge difference between Mashbill 1 and Mashbill 2. Well. 
if I give you my small batch that I have over there compared to that Elmer, you're going to notice a huge difference. In the that. point is, I'm sorry. this is very different. Yes. I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was no rye in this. Okay. Because I'm not, I'm not getting any of the typical floral, fruity, spiciness that I would associate with rye. Right. That I get from what I remember, like the higher rise. Right. Like of, that Rittenhouse. And... Of Rittenhouse. Of, uh, I was going to say Blanton's. Yeah. Um, yeah, that high rye Blanton's. Right. You know, 12 to 15%. Right, which isn't that high, but no. it's the best I got to go off of. Uh, that's really good. I've enjoyed I, I like so- that. I don't think, I don't think you know. There's one right now that stands out as a favorite to me. I think let's try the other two, and I think we'll kind of go on. So, but before mm-hmm. we do that, let's take a break. Um, give our taste buds time to recuperate. Yeah, they've been on get a some ride, water. man. I mean, this has been a fantastic Ooh. ride. So we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be back. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you're interested in seeing what beer, bourbon, and barbecue was up to before we started a podcast, you can see all the exciting adventures on Instagram at beer underscore bourbon underscore BBQ. Make sure you subscribe to stay up to date on the show and our adventures outside of podcasting. Be sure to check out our cool shirts and stickers available on our website, shopbeerbourbonbbq.com. And we're back. Oh my gosh, we <laughs> tag-teamed that. Like, we couldn't even try that. No, I did that on purpose because I knew exactly what you were going to do. <laughs> because you, you listened do it. to this podcast before? Every time. Okay, so we're back. Um, <laughs> I honestly didn't think that would work out so well. But it's... That was beautiful. <laughs> I'm going to leave that in the recording. <laughs> so, we're moving on to the Rebel Tenure. Um I'm excited about this one because I've had this one before. Um, I had it with Nate when he came up the very first time. Um, the very same, first time. Yes, when he brought the Weller 107 for Has me. he been up more than once? He's been up twice. Since I mean, I, I know his family's from here. I just, right. You never talked to him. Since I've known him. him for like enjoying bourbon and all that, this is the second time he's been up. Okay, gotcha. So I've had this before, so I'm interested to think what, or I guess really hear what you think. About it. I'm excited just because my friend Sean, shout out to Sean. We need to get you on the show. Um, Sean of the Dead. Sure. That, that'll that be the show title. Done. Even though it's not a spoof, that's literally the title of the movie. Um, <laughs> do you think people realize that we spoof these titles? How could they not? I mean, I the first couple do. were so obvious. Like, we try really hard. I feel like this one, I'm, kudos to you, I'm not going to spoil it. Well, that doesn't make sense because anybody listening has already seen it. I think you did a really good job with this one because I didn't get it right away. So, Flight of the Bourbon, if you don't know, or Flight of the wow. Phoenix. Oh, my God. I feel like I've had so much drink tonight, but oh I've gosh. not had that much. Flight of the Phoenix, you know, is a great, fantastic movie. I recommend you check it out. Um, check out the old school one, not the new one. The new one with Dennis Quaid is just, it's okay. But the old school one... It's so good. Hmm. I kind of want to see it. I've never heard of it. Oh, it's so good. It's such a just like fantastic story. I just I don't want to spoil it for you. That's fine. Check it out. I like it. So, um, my friend Sean, who's big into bourbon, also has always loved Rebel Yell, and I've always wanted to try it, but just haven't gotten around to it yet. So this is Rebel Yell's single barrel. This is is this a ten year? We already said this that. Is a ten year. Yep. It's a hundred proof, not. Bottled and bond. It's just 100 proof. Um, 
I think that's weird for it not being a bottle and bond, but yet being a hundred proof. Well, and so going through the list, like why isn't it a bottled and bond? Because it's ten years, so it's over the age limit. Is that the right proof? Right. What? It's straight. They call it a Kentucky straight. I guess. So they're missing something that's not allowing it to be a bonded. What is? Uh, There's a. You got to know like where all the grains come from and all that. Like it's got to be in the same state in the same year. I think so. So maybe, maybe that's not the something. same state, the same year. We haven't gone over luck- the the detailed rules right. in a while. So it's a Luxco product. So I wonder if they. I think. So they I'm source it. Is that what you're saying? It. I think they source it. Okay, that might be why. Right, they're an NGP. Not that there's or anything N- wrong with them. NDP, not NGP. Non distilling producer. Right. N. N. NDP. DP. So let's let's try. Okay. Let's smell. It. I mean, you've already tried it, but let's smell it. So nose. I'm definitely getting dark fruit. I don't know what dark fruit means, but like it's got a fruitiness to it, like. You know, like when you open those fruit snacks up, and you get that smell. Yeah, of I know fruit exactly snacks. what you mean. That's what I'm getting here. Almost, almost like, and and I don't mean this to sound bad on the bourbon, like an artificial grape smell. That would be terrible. I know, but that's since you called it out. Okay. And draw my mind to fruit snacks. Definitely a fruit snack smell. This, more than any of the other ones we've had so far, is kind of a classic bourbon smell. Right. Where I'm getting a little bit of everything, a little bit of wood, a little bit of brown sugar, butterscotch. Citrus. A little bit. Like, I feel like at the end of it, it's got a very citrusy smell, like a lemony, orangey kind of smell. Okay. I, I Yeah, I can see them. Smell that. Very vanilla. Vanilla. I don't know. All right, let's try it. Okay, you try it. I've had it before. Um, I'm trying to think back to when I had it before. Nate brought it up, like I said. Um, <laughs> I just had a sample of it, and I remember it being very, Ooh. very good. Ooh, that was a deep sigh. What do you think? That one. That just goes right in your mouth and right up through your nose. That's got some. It does. It's, it's got weird. some heat, but it's good. Like, that felt good. My lips are very cracked right now. Like, I need some chapstick, and I feel like burning my lips. Um, this is one where you really want to take a good deep breath and really feel that Kentucky yeah. hug afterwards. It gets you right in the throat. <sighs> but in a, it, it, it doesn't hurt. It just makes you feel warm. I really hate that we did a flight of these. Like, I wish that we had the actual bottle of them that we can actually, like, go through and give this its proper... Due diligence. We always have more shows. We can. We can. So, on the taste, the initial flavor, I'm getting more fruit than I smelled. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm picking up on that. Not as much the citrusy, but more on the really richer, um, I'd say cherry again. I'm getting uh, a lot berries. of citrus. A lot of berries. I'm getting a lot of citrus. Very, like, almost like an orange type taste. Hmm. Yeah. Almost... Not quite, but almost a little bit of chocolate. So I pulled up their tasting notes, and it says velvety, smooth finish. And you know how I feel about velvet. Do you know? Have I told you? No, honestly, I feel like this is a conversation we've never had. So I hate the feel of velvet. Like, it literally makes me cringe. Um, Like, when I feel it, like, I just, like, 
I get like this paralyzed feel over my entire body. Like it's it is the worst feel. That is the most extreme opinion I've ever heard on like my wife, not just sensory but velvet specifically. It is the worst. Like I hate the. How feel often do you feel it? Unfortunately, more than you would think. Like I try not to. But Isn't like, it just just soft? It's terrible. I don't understand. I need my wife down here to explain it. I need Megan to explain it to you. All right, next show. We're just going to talk about that. Uh, no, we can't. <laughs> we so, can't do that. Ingredients. Wheat, corn, malt. So no rye. And I, I think that matches up. We didn't pick out any no. spice in this. Um, no. Maybe a hint of spice, but I don't think it's from a rye. Vanilla, dark fruit, citrus, and oak. So we, we, were, we were pretty spot on with that. Good work, us. Um, tasting notes, caramel, citrus, velvety, yeah, like you said. I think out of everything we tried so far, that's the... Velvety smooth finish. That just sounds so arbitrary and made up. I know. Like, no offense to them, but the hell does that mean? <laughs> what does it mean? But I think out of everything we tried, that's the thing. This bourbon, the Rebel Yell 10-year, has had the most burn to it. Well, it is the highest proof we've had. So far, yeah. Mm-hmm. 100 proof. But, but I don't again, feel like... The other ones have had a little bit of a bite, and this one has that bite, but the heat is, again, it's kind of like a smoke in and up and out of your nose. It makes you feel warm. Like, it's the most it's the most enjoyable heat that I've felt in a long time, if that makes sense. Yeah. It was relaxing. It was just kind of like, <sighs> deep breath, sigh, sit back, you're drinking a good glass of bourbon. It's definitely something I'd want neat. Yes. So Let's yeah, really, yeah, it was really good. I feel like you've taken control of the show. Keep going, Alex. You've okay, done, you've done fantastic. I'll take it. You just, you just take a nap. So our oh final one, I could use a nap so well. Right so now. this one, this one's going to be interesting because, despite what Kevin says, this is not bourbon. This is a rye whiskey. <sighs> that makes me so sad. <laughs> Don't call it bourbon again. It's a straight rye whiskey. Straight whatever. It's a two-year-old or more no, it's rye 11 years. This whiskey. is 11 years. Well, I'm just saying the word straight doesn't mean much more than that. Right. But this is 11-year rye whiskey. I am so excited to try this. Like, Why? I just... Oh, my God. I've, I've read so many reviews about Kentucky Owl. I've read so many... Or listen, I guess, to so many podcasts. Like, I have never heard of this once, ever. Really? What the hell are you listening to? I guess not. Audiobooks? I need I'm to get so back excited to try this. You need to calm down. Oh my gosh. It's not even bourbon. Not that I have anything wrong with that. No. Again, just looking at a quick review of this. This looks like a really good, high quality. Again, thank you, Blake. This is so cool. Um, I'm, just, I'm so excited. Like When I saw Blake sent me this, or sent, I guess, us this. He sent it to my house, but like sent it to both of us. To no try. one cares. No one cares. Um, <laughs> I was like... Oh my gosh, Blake sent me Kentucky Owl. Like, I know it's the rye. I would love to try the bourbon. Like, I'm just, I'm getting goosebumps right now. I'm just. You're way too excited about this. That or I'm really drunk. I've not had enough rye. I've not. From our average Joe experience, rye are spicier, more florally, less sweet um, than ones with a higher wheat, higher corn, mash bill. Um, so that's what I'm expecting from this. So, uh, bourbon Ooh. again, 51% or more corn. So this is, does not meet that criteria. That's why oh it is goodness. not bourbon. 
I just smelled it. And this is also the highest proof that oh we've had gosh. at 110.6. Um, I think I already said the mash bill is undisclosed, so we don't know what it is, but we know that it is not 51% corn. Correct. And probably at least that of rye. So it so was this released can... in September 2017. Um, just to kind of give a little bit of background, I want to just so our listeners know, uh, Dixon Deadman uh, is the. Would you call him the master distiller or the master blender? Um, I know I mean, nothing about not him, distilling. so I'm not going to call him anything. He he's not distilling. It's an NDP. So master blender then. Right. So it's a non-distilling product. Is that right? Producer. Producer. Sorry. Product producer. You know, but they get their um, whiskey sourced and then they age it um, in the barrels. Um, I'm just so excited. Like it this smells is, really good. This is the darkest thing we've tried tonight. Um, color wise, yes, color wise, color wise. So the nose is surprisingly sweet. I wouldn't have said this is a rye whiskey. To be really? fair, I haven't had a lot, but the one or two that I've had have not smelled this way. It's got a very ethanol-y smell, which is weird because it's not a. Yeah, I'm getting that too. Rye. Or, well, yes, I mean, it, is. it is a rye, but it's not a corn-based. Alcohol is alcohol, man. Well, this is true. Um, yeah, now that you say that, I'm getting a lot of that. Still the sweetness, though. Yeah. Like, I would have said this is a young, high-proof bourbon. And again, I only say that because I associate Ooh. high ethanol with young, because usually with older stuff, it's smoother, and that alcohol in your face has died down. Which is weird because this is in eleven year bourbon. Like I feel like it's just Except it's a rye. Right. <clears throat> I just had my first sip of it. Yeah, you just read it, so tell us what you think. I'll try mine. Um it's very unique. I've only had two ryes ever. Um I think this is so far my favorite rye. Ooh. It's definitely a warmer. Like it, it's it's warm my whole chest. Big old, I wouldn't even say like a, a uh, Kentucky hug, but like a bear Kentucky hug. <laughs> bear. If Kentucky were a bear and gave you a hug, this yes. is what it would feel like in the chest. Um, I'll agree with you. This is the best rye whiskey I've ever had. This is really good. This is um, really good. And it's funny. You can tell, and this is something we've mentioned a little bit before, and I, I kind of want to do a little more research on, but your your tongue has different taste receptors and it's there's different regions where they hang out so the sweetness usually being kind of on the tip the front part which is what's usually activating when you're drinking bourbon because high corn high sweetness that's what you're getting rye which is more spicier this is hitting me really hard on the middle top not on the sides yeah specifically the very like top middle of my tongue near the archway yeah like you know like i feel like it's almost Middle tongue, back of the tongue. Because even the high rise that we've had tonight, yeah, I'll feel a little on the tip, but on the sides of my tongue. And I, I'm sorry if you're not drinking while you're listening to this because this is probably just totally lost on you. But hopefully they understand. Go home and try it. Yeah, and really take note of where you feel it, where it tingles on the tongue. The, this one's hitting me right there in a way that nothing has tonight, which is more than anything else telling me that this is a rye. But this has more flavor than any rye I've ever had. I'm really upset at Blake for sending this. 
You're going to have to elaborate. Because it's so good, I wish I had more than whatever size totally sample fair. he sent me. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. this is so good. This is, like, the best rye I've ever had. That is really good. It's like, a lot the sweeter. The is good. Yeah. But this is just, it blows it out of the water. Because it's sweet, too. Right. And a lot of ryes, well, the one or two that I've had mm-hmm. have not really been sweet. And and I prefer the sweeter right. side of the, the taste profile. That's just me. That's the way I like it. So I haven't really cared for ryes. But, man, this is this tastes like a rye, but still is sweet. This is good. So I wish we had more of this to try. Um, I wish we had one of their bourbons to try. Maybe if we're lucky, we will find one. I don't think we will. <sighs> you doing all right up there? It's just when when you when you take a sip, the heat doesn't hit you right away. No, it really comes up after you swallow it. It's like a sneaky ninja. Attack. It is. It really is. Um, but on the the second sip, I'm getting more of that heavy floral spice that I associate with rye. It's got a very peppery taste to it okay yeah i see that it reminds me of where's that flavor wheel the basil hate i don't think we've said this um can i elaborate real quick yes i'll let you come back to that so you know that basil hayden's like you love it I because love it's like basil that iced tea type uh, peppery taste uh-huh. and i hate it this is a good peppery taste like i think this would be really good with a smoked meat that ribs that I made last week will be so good with this. I think you're right. Yeah, the the finish does remind me of Basil Hayden's. You're totally right. Yeah. Just that leafy... But better. That's up for debate. No, it's 100,000 times It better. is really good. It is so good. It is really good. Um, what I was going to say, I don't think we said earlier... As we've been doing this station, we have a flavor wheel pulled up, and this one is specifically by Woodford Reserve, and it just kind of gives it gives five um, flavor categories. So those five being grains, sweet aromatics, spice, fruit and floral, and then wood, and then it breaks each of those categories down into a couple different flavors, which is um, as average Joe drinkers. What we try and use to to try and learn and develop our taste. So that's kind of what we've been comparing these to. Um, I feel like my mouth is numb. Well, this is the highest proof, and we have had a lot to drink tonight. We have. And I feel like, unfortunately, I hold my alcohol so much better than this. I feel like this is such a bad representation. (laughs) It's just one of those days. Oh, my Yeah, so looking at the flavor wheel, black pepper for sure. I'd say a little clove. Mm-hmm. It, it's just it's very um <sighs> it's a cinnamon taste the first word that comes to mind i was i was gonna say as a category like vegetation but that sounds vegetation. bad it sounds bad it's it's the damn it i, I don't know see where you go with say. this i don't know what to say i don't know what to say do you think like, floral nutmeg i'll say floral but i it's not I'll say floral. See, it's funny. When, every time you keep saying floral, I think of like a Four Roses type pick. Because I've heard like some of their picks are extremely floral. Well, and again, like you said in Basil Hayden's, all I can really compare it to mm-hmm. is is tea. Which, if you just drink unsweetened tea right. to really get the actual flavor of tea, 
it's kind of this light again i i can't really get much more than like a leafy sort of vegetation it's kind of like tobacco okay yeah i can see that like that's it's just, that's a good it's word a to very, put to it. it's like if you were the out in a field I've had. I'm sorry, and you we're took a deep breath yeah 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 it's kind of like that that fresh air with that those leaves. See, so, yeah, tobacco is a good word. Like, I get a tobacco feel. Like, the cigars I've had, mm-hmm. um, just very deep and just complex. Mm-hmm. This is so good. All right, I'm going to try the last bit. I'm so mad at Blake. Blake, I know you're listening to this. I appreciate you sending this so much, but you've now just Ooh. given me this taste that I'm never going to be able to find again. Okay, so third sip... Very different. Okay. Lots more pepper. Lots more cinnamon nutmeg. A lot more tea. That was good. That was a herbal. Yes. Okay. okay. That's it. That's it. Uh, very, yeah. Very on the spice, but at the same time, there's this underlying sugar honey. Much more than any other rye I've ever had. Okay. So, let's kind of wrap this up. If you were to pick your favorite, I think both of us, our favorite is probably this one. I, I'd i say, yeah. I think this of, is my favorite. Of everything we've had tonight, yeah. because it's so different. Yeah. And I did not expect to ever like a rye this much. No. Um, I would say for me, personally, this is probably number one, the Kentucky Owl rye. Um, then the ancient, ancient age, then the, uh, Mickners, Mictur, Mictors, Mictors, oh my gosh. And then the rebel 10 year, um, I think it would probably be my fourth. I would say this and then the store pick of that Eagle rare. Well, I wasn't even, I was just talking about the samples, Blake. The samples. Let's just go off the samples. Okay. So for leaving out the Eagle rare, right. Which I love. Right. And you know that. Oh, yeah. Everyone does. Um, this, and then I would say the Rebel Yell. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. The Mictors. Okay. Because um, the Mictors was that very woody, very sweet, not much spice, not much fruit, not much floral, uh, which is very unique compared to what I've had a lot lately. Um, and then from there, I'd probably say Rebel Yell. Okay. Just because there were there was still some like I liked the ancient ancient age, but there was something about it that I still can't quite put my finger on. I need to have more. Okay. I would love to try the I'd like to try all these on their own. Like just give them time to yes. try them on their own. Just one night to have a pour right. or two of just that. Right. Um For sure. But yeah, I cannot thank Blake enough for oh, sending yeah, these. For sure. He's like, awesome. This was fantastic and just so amazing that he would send this i just I, i'm just blown away mm-hmm. by his generosity him the the community yeah. in general yeah get involved with the bourbon community and now it's i amazing. want to send samples out unfortunately all my samples i could send are pretty lame <laughs> compared to these yes yeah, they are compared to these like, these are amazing so good amazing. all right so I think tonight's been very successful for a show. Yeah, that was a good. It was a good tasting. Yeah, I mean, I think it's good to go back to the roots. Yeah, every now and again. Next week, let's do a beer tasting. 
That sounds then, fun. Yeah, let's do I love that. beer. Let's just. Let's I don't just think we've ever really done a beer tasting. We did a. We did the pumpkin beer, beer oh, God, which nobody listened to. Listen to that because it was hilarious. It was terrible. Okay. <laughs> that was the worst. Please episode listen to that episode. That and the IPA episode so were the worst episodes we've ever recorded. I guess we have a bad track record with beer. Yeah. Except Oktoberfest, but that was the pumpkin beer episode. That was terrible. Go listen to it. It's that really long. That was way too long. That was an hour and 40-something minutes. It's so funny. Okay, let's finish up then so we don't <laughs> get an hour and 40 minutes here. Picks of the week. We know we we've all, we have always wrap our show up with the pick of the week. Um, it can be anything that's excited us this week. So, Alex, do you want to go first or you want me to go first? I want to go first. Okay, go ahead. So, uh, if you've listened to the show, as you know, I just had a baby. She is. You just had a baby? My wife just had a baby. People understand that. As of yesterday, six weeks old. And so my pick of the week is, Eleanor, I love you. My pick of the week is silence. Never, ever in my life have I ever appreciated more the sound of nothing. So in honor of that, let's just give you 10 seconds of silence. This is Alex's 10 seconds of silence. Okay, we're done. Damn, I don't know if peaceful. that was actually 10 seconds, but... It was close. It was way too long. Okay, so unfortunately, <laughs> I can tell you, having a seven-month-old, you won't get silence again until they move out of the house. Sorry. <laughs> okay. It's worth it. So my, great. Okay, so my pick of the week is Sam Adams Cream Stout. Um, I went over to Lucas's house um, the other week uh, just to, you know, catch up with him. I feel like I haven't seen him in forever. Um, but he had some cream stout from Sam Adams, and I'm not a big stout fan. You're getting I, there, I've though. grown more and more to like it. <laughs> You're getting there. It was so good. It was like drinking a beer milkshake well and i was gonna say like stout stouts in my opinion which i love stouts and porters i've definitely since you got me hooked on beer so shame on you shame Um, on me (laughs) thank you so much you're welcome um the the darker beers have definitely become my forte recently yeah um stouts as far as the dark beers go are definitely the more um heavily the more heavy the more I don't want to say bitter, but it's the more coffee flavor where it's strong right. but not sweet. Yeah. Strong but not sweet. I like that. Um, and so to add a cream to that, I think, is a really great addition. It, it was so good. I definitely would buy a pack of it. I want to try that. It's sure. so good. I'll, we'll get some. Maybe we can do that as a uh, show later on. Wonderful. So, Alex... I think this was a fantastic show. Um, Blake, we cannot thank you enough. Thank you, Definitely Blake. check out his page. Um, I definitely think that one of the most generous guys I've ever met. Um, he truly is just an awesome guy. He embodies this community, which is right. just love bourbon, share with others. Right. Show other people just what good bourbon means. Right. So, again, I'm just going to throw out his handle. It's whiskeyblake.sparty. Um, check him out. Give him some, uh, Instagram love. Um, if you want to connect with us, you are always welcome to email us. Uh, hello at shopbeerbourbonbbqbbq.com. Um, we would love to connect with you. We'd love to uh, 
get some uh, listener emails. Alex, I didn't tell you this before the show, but I actually got an email from someone in Australia who really? listens to our show. No way. Yeah, it was so cool. I That's got to actually so cool. email him back. This community is amazing. Yeah. You guys, whoever's listening, you guys are great. I have, We want to get to know you better. Yes. Um, if you want to check out our website, it's www.shopbeerbourbonbarbecue.com. BBQ. Uh, BBQ. Um, should I tell them that? The exciting news that we're going to have coming up, hopefully in the next few months. Let's let's leave it as a fun tease. Stay tuned. Listen more. Yes. Um, the next few months are going to be very exciting. For yes. Us. We're working on a lot. We really want to. Um, 2018 is really going to be a big step for us. We want to kick it a lot into gear. We want to share so much with you guys. Right. And um, we're coming up with new ways to do that. Alex, how can people connect with you? So connect with me on Instagram right now at the.alex.experiment. Um, see what I'm up to. See what I'm trying out. Anything new and exciting? Um, not a ton right now. I've, I've just updated my smoker, so I'm really hoping to um, start diving into that a little bit more. Cool. Um, I'm going to be doing some ribs soon, so keep an eye out. I guess you've been sleeping a lot. Whenever yeah. you get the chance. Yeah, when I can. There hasn't been as much of that lately as I would like. Unfortunately. Um, if you want to connect with me, I'm Kevin. You can connect with me at beer underscore bourbon underscore BBQ um, on Instagram. Um, I just posted a picture of a bourbon store. I guess not a bourbon store. A grocery store here in St. Louis that has an amazing liquor Slash it really did. Oh my gosh! Like I've never so seen a selection like that in St. Louis before. And I don't want to say it is because I don't want people to go buy all my stuff. Like, <laughs> check just, us out on Instagram. Yeah, check you need us to out. earn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to just say thank you to all the listeners. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want to go to iTunes or any of the other um, podcasting mediums. Uh, give us a rating there, hopefully a five-star review. We'd really appreciate it. Share us with your friends. Yeah, share us Family. with your friends. Alex, anything to say before we close out? I love bourbon. Yeah. Blake, thank you so much. This has been incredible. Um, this has been Sauced on Beer, Bourbon, Barbecue, and we hope that you don't forget to stay Sauced on Beer, Bourbon, and Barbecue.